Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of My Life Has Destiny podcast. Y'all know who I am. I am Quint Jones, one of your hosts. I am coming to you live. Um, My sister is also going to be up here very soon. Um, My sister is also going to be up here very soon. Uh, Please let me know if y'all can hear me, if you're in the audience. I just want to make sure y'all can hear me. But I pray that everybody had a productive day on today. Um, This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am so excited to be here on another night. I am excited that the Lord is still yet blessing. I am excited that my family circle was not broken. I'm excited just to say that I'm in the land of the living on today. So I pray that all of you had a wonderful day also um, because God is good. I just got to give him his. I have to give him his praise, his due diligence um, because What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So it's so important for us to give God what's due to him. Um, It's so important for us to bless his name in spite of. It's so important for us to just say thank you in spite of your circumstances, in spite of your situation, in spite of what you're going through. God is still God. He's still in control and he still sits on the throne. And that is so important for us to recognize in this season because he is yet still blessing. Y'all, let me tell you something. Today was kind of rough for me. However, I feel great in my spirit and I'm going to always give him the praise. I'm going to always give him the glory. I had some things going on, but I trust him. And I know that he's going to take care of it. And it's just amazing to feel that way. And look, it it just, it goes right into the topic, where is your faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Look, the Lord said, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, he'll move mountains. So I believe, God, that he's going to move every obstacle out of your way. Some things are just a test. And I say that with a smile on my face. Some things are a test. And knowing that God is going to take care of your situation. Yes, I'm coming to y'all from my bed on today because I got to go to work. So I'm not going to be up here before you long. But like I said, my sister is coming. And we're just we're just believing God. We're trusting God. And I pray that y'all have that testimony that you will trust God with me in spite of, in spite of what's going on in your household, in spite of your children acting up, in spite of you not having enough. God is going to take care of you. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's your provider. He's your comforter. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's your banner of victory. Listen, oh my God. And even when it looks like everything is against you, he said, blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely, but great is your reward. Who, what are you believing God for in this season? 
I ask that question because if you're believing for something or you're hoping for something and you get in a posture to receive it, you're going to receive it. Why? Because we're still in an open heaven. We're still walking by faith. If you're walking by faith and you believe that God can do it, if you open up your mouth, he said you have not because you ask not, you're going to get what you're asking for. Prepare yourself for it now. Are you prepared for what you're asking for? Are you ready for what you're asking for? Let me ask this question. If you're asking for finances, do you have a good relationship with finances? Is your bank account in a negative? Are you living check to check every month? Are you overspending when you know you don't have? Are you spending your rent money? Are you spending your bill money? Are you spending things that you know you're not supposed to spend on stuff that you really don't need? That's why I ask, do you have a good relationship with money? But just you're saying, Lord, send me an unexpected check. Lord, I need more. But the more to have you have, the more you spend. You have to get in preparation. And that's just one example. It's so important for us to prepare ourselves for what we want. You want a house? Are you taking care of the apartment that you have? You want a husband? Are you cooking and cleaning? Are your kids in order? What do you want in this season? You want to go back to school? Are you researching the schools? Did you apply for financial aid? You want to lose weight? Are you eating right? I didn't say go on a diet. Are you eating right? These are some questions. You have to prepare yourself for what you want. You want to purchase a home? Are you saving now? Are you getting your credit in order? What are you doing to prepare for what you want? We're walking by faith in this season. And faith without works is dead. If you're not willing to do anything, guess what is going to happen? You're not going to get it. You can't just say, I'm waiting on the Lord, but you're not doing anything to get it. Once again, faith without works is dead. You have to prepare for what you want. So that God knows that you're going to be a good steward over what he's going to provide for you. It's so important for us to be good stewards or we're going to lose it. If you want a car, are you letting everybody drive your car now? Are you getting your car serviced? Are you paying the car note? Are you doing what you're supposed to do in this season? If you want a husband, are you letting the boyfriend go? I'm sorry. That's just a question. Or are you still playing the field? You got the boyfriend, one of them, and then you got another one someplace else. Hmm, Think about it. Are you preparing yourself to be the wife? Because you are a wife without a title. Okay? You have to prepare for what you want. Cook for yourself. Clean your house. 
make sure things are in order. When you get the title, you already be doing the things. So it will not be an inconvenience to you because you already know what to do. Just giving y'all something to think about. These things are very, very important when it comes down to walking by faith. We're walking by faith and not by sight. So if we're walking by faith and not by sight, we're not looking at our circumstances. We're not looking at our situations because if we're looking at the distractions, we're looking at the circumstances and the situations, there's always negativity in the world. That's the distraction. But while the negativity is going on, if you're saying I'm trusting God, guess what? That's walking by faith. If you're binding up those things, that's not like God. That's walking by faith. If you're like, Lord, in spite of, I give you glory. That's walking by faith. In spite of what I see, I still trust that you're going to take care of this. That's walking by faith. We're walking by faith and not by sight in this season. Listen, we only got a few days left in this year. I need your faith to increase. I need you to ask the Lord to enlarge your territory and believe that he's going to enlarge your territory. Because he is that type of guy. He will never leave nor forsake you. He's always with you. Enlarging your territory. He is who he said he is. He is the great I am. He's merciful. He's a forgiving God. He sees all. He knows all. <laughs> Whew, that's a great feeling to have. Knowing that he's watching over you in spite of. He's taking care of you in spite of. Who, Jesus. He's taking care of you in spite of. Y'all know the saying, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. When I tell you he's always on time, when you getting rejected and all of a sudden these approvals start coming in, the same people that rejected you a month ago is saying yes now. Why? Because favor is upon you. Because God, you trusted. Because he opened up the door. Walk by faith, not by sight. Walk by faith. That's all I know to do is to walk by faith. Because he takes care of us. He takes care of me all the time. And I tell you, it's an awesome feeling. Hey, Sharice, how are you? I'm telling you, listen, 
I believe God for the little things and I believe God for the big things. I thank him for the little things. Look, y'all know me. If y'all been watching, I thank the Lord for ice cream because <laughs> just those little things, just those little things. Yes, we have to walk by faith. It's so important because without faith, it's impossible to please him. Without faith, listen, we cannot obtain the things that we need. Without faith, we're going to do things in our own strength. I know how to survive. I'm good at it. I know how to do things Quint's way, but it's another thing to get out of my own way and allow God to take over because I can do it my way. I can survive, but it's not always the right way. And like I said, I'm good at it. I've been surviving since 17. I'm 47 now. And it's not always the right way, but God has been keeping me. I'm good at getting myself out of stuff. But sometimes we got to take off our own agenda and walk in obedience. And say, Lord, I'm not going to help you because you don't need my help. You do not need my help. So why am I putting my hands in the pot? When I know what you're capable of, when you're going to give me what's best for me. I know it. You know it. I just have to have a little bit of endurance. I'm not going to say the P word. A little bit of endurance. I just have to trust you a little bit more. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I just have to pray a little bit more. Get in my word a little bit more. And he's going to direct me. Fast a little bit more. And he's going to direct my path. Not say, okay, God, well, you taking a little too long so I'm just gonna go ahead and get this done I need to do this my way because it's gonna work out but the things that I do may be temporal and I'm like I said <laughs> this flesh may not do it the right way but God's way is perfect. God's way is going to keep me there. God's way, he's going to provide and make sure I have more than enough to keep it. God's way. Not my way, his way. And I'm going to continue to trust him. I'm going to continue to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to continue to speak those things that be not as though they were. 
I'm going to continue to stand still and know that he's God and he's taking care of me. I'm going to continue to allow him to fight my battles. Why? Because the flesh is wicked all the time. When I desire to do good, evil is always present. Y'all know the word. And it's true. So being that my flesh is wicked, I have to humble myself in the sight of the Lord. I have to ask him daily to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I have to ask him daily to keep me low, meek, and humble, naked, empty, and nothing. I have to ask him daily to lead and to guide me and to keep me. Because this flesh, who? <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all already know I'm a hot mess and I know it. I'm a hot mess, but it's okay. Because God knows too. I'm very transparent. He knows who his daughter is. So I'm praying that y'all walk in by faith with me and not by sight. Not by sight. Because the things around us, Lord Jesus, the things that I see on a daily basis, listen, is not good. But I trust him. And I believe him. And I know what he's capable of. I got that mustard seed faith that's going to move mountains. That mustard seed faith that removes those obstacles. That mustard seed faith that keep me at peace in time of trouble. That mustard seed faith that allows me to get up here even when my flesh is like, look, today is not the day. That mustard seed faith that says, Quint, you're not feeling this, but you're going to get up here and you're going to smile and you're going to do what I'm calling you to do because somebody may need to hear it. Somebody might be going through in their flesh. I got that mustard seed faith that says God is a healer at all times. He's a healer. That mustard seed faith that strengthens me when I'm on two hours sleep and got to work overnight and still go to work and pray for other people because they might be scared of what they're going through. And I just want to encourage somebody. Do you have that mustard seed faith? Do you have that mustard seed faith that says, listen, everything in my household is going to serve the Lord. I don't care what it looks like. Everything in my household is going to get in order. Nothing is going to come past this threshold that's not like God. That mustard seed faith that's able to bind up some stuff and cast out some stuff. 
that mustard seed faith that said, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can ask or even think. Listen. Listen. That's the type of faith that says, I'm confident in God at all times. Because I know that I know that I know without a shadow of a doubt what he's capable of. I know that I know that I know that he will move on my behalf. When people mistreat me, he's right there to step in. I don't have to open my mouth. Although sometimes I do. And it's not always godly. Okay? Being honest here. I got that type of faith that says when I'm ready to put my hands on somebody. God says, "Uh uh-uh, Quint. Q, I got this. (laughs) I'm going to take care of you. You don't even have to have that thought. All you have to do is trust. That I'm taking care of you in the midst of the storm. Hey, y'all, my sister just came in. I'm so excited to see her. I haven't talked to her in a couple of days. Y'all know that's not like me. But it's been a week. Well, I have I have been, you know, going through my medical stuff and having my procedures and resting myself, you guys. So I I appreciate y'all. And I'm sorry for my tardiness, but y'all know ministry never stops. That's so, right. Um, but as I was saying, continue. Yeah, yes, just just having that mustard seed faith that tells me that God is a healer, that he's able to take care of us, that he's able to move mountains on our behalf, that he's able, he's just able because he is the great I am. Look, I I just get so excited just, just talking about what the Lord is capable of. Because I'm telling y'all, today was a day. But I thank God. I thank God. And I thank God. But look, y'all, this is my sister's baby. And I came up here, even though she was late. So I'm going to let her... <laughs> I'm going to let her take this part over. I'm not going to be up here long because, y'all, I got to work tonight. And I'm on no sleep, for real, for real. But God is going to strengthen me because he is that type of God. (laughs) And that's what my faith tells me. (laughs) Well, hello. Hey. Um, yeah, so y'all see that the topic says, where's your faith? Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all know anything about the old gospel songs, I was listening to uh, James Cleveland yesterday, and I happened to go through one of his songs that says, where's your faith? And where's your faith in God? If you go and you take the time in your time to listen to it and listen to the words of the song. Um, you know, the old back in the day songs always make you think about some stuff. 
But the reason why I wanted to talk about faith is because I truly feel that a lot of people's faith have diminished um, in this season, especially coming to the end of the year, because they have not seen, you know, things that were supposedly promised um, to them come to fruition yet. And even with that, even though you may not have seen it, don't mean that it's not going to happen. The thing of it is, sometimes we as people can delay a thing, right? Um, And we delay it with what we do, our actions and our responses and and the way we do the things that we do. Sometimes we can delay what Mm -hmm. should have happened a while ago. And then once we figure it out, you just be like shaking your head and you just be like, wow, you know, if I would have done what I was supposed to do then, I would have already had this now instead of waiting three and four years down the line to receive something that you could have received right then. The thing of it is, we know that the Bible says that his promises are yes and amen. So if he made the promise, he's going to fulfill it. We have to remember that our timing is not his timing. That's right. And the thing of it is, we be expecting him to move like it's microwavable. Hmm. You know, like we could just pop the blessing in the microwave, hit one, and it's done. That's not how. <laughs> that's not how that works. You know what I mean? But I think so often we we tend to feel like um, that's how God is supposed to move, or that's how He's supposed to work for us. And the thing of it is, is you know, if you put yourself, even though I know it's hard to do, but if you was to put yourself in God's shoes concerning us, Mm-mm. right? My thing is this. Would you move just because somebody asked you to move? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. You catch what I'm saying? Like, so, so at, at, at the end of the day, you know, um, we have to realize that it's, it's not that easy. It's not that simple because you could have, you could be in the wrong atmosphere. You could be with the wrong people, all of this type of stuff. And he's not going to release upon you what he has promised you for them to be already like this, ready to take it. You catch what I'm saying? If he promised you a major blessing, why would I release upon you a blessing when I know you got a bunch of leeches around you just that's just waiting mm-hmm. for you to get it so they can try to mm-hmm. or take it away from you or try to talk you out of it because they know how you are? You know what I mean? And so with, with things like that, we have to be very, very careful not to get disappointed with God. Because we chose not, and you hear me say we, because we chose not Mm -hmm. to obey him and do what he told us to do. That's right. Right? A lot of things, most delays, and I'm going to be honest with you, and and I know some of y'all not going to like it when I say it, because when we talk about disobedience, y'all like to run. Mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of the delays that you got going on in life right now 
are due to your blatant disobedience. Yes. He has told you to walk away from people and you still ain't walked away. He has told you to leave a thing or to move, actually. And you didn't do it. <laughs> he told you that job won't for you. You went and applied for the job and now you're working in it and now you're miserable. Mm-hmm. All the things that he tell you no, you go and do anyway. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just like a rebellious kid. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just like a rebellious kid for real. When you tell your kids not to do something, no, go, don't go touch the stove because it's hot. They want to test the theory and go and put their hand on a hot thing on the stove and then come to you talking about I'm burning. <laughs> and then you look at me like, didn't I just tell you not to touch the stove? How how often has God told us not to do a thing or he told us how to actually go about accomplishing something and we chose not to do it his way and to do it our own way. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why things are not going the way we feel they yeah. should be going. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not about him not loving you. Is not about him not wanting to bless you. That has nothing to do with it. He wants you to be blessed. He told you that he came that you might have life and have it to the full. So if he didn't want you to be blessed, he wouldn't have told you that. That's right. So he wants you to live a blessed life. But mm-hmm. how can he have you? How can he make the, pro- the provisions for you to live a blessed life? When he knows that right now, you wouldn't do right by it. That's right. Hey, Simone. Hey, Simone. Hey, sweetheart. Um, and so why would he do that? It's just like me. That's just like if you came and, and I actually was able to do it. Just say if I was a walking bank and you came and say, hey, I need a, a $500,000 loan. I got to look through your paper. You know, you, you got to fill out paperwork for these types of things. Mm-hmm. I got to look through your paperwork. One, I'm going to ask you what you need that much money for. Two, I'm going to ask you, well, does the paperwork line up with everything for me to be able to give you this thing mm-hmm. that you're asking for? And if I see something that does not line up with what you said, if I gave you this, how would you pay it back? Are you in in position to be able to to pay it back? At the end of the day, all God wants us to do, and we've been talking about this since, I don't know, since like last week, maybe two. All he really wants you to do is show up. Mm -hmm. That's it. He wants you to show up so that he can use you. To get his glory in a situation. Mm-hmm. And then after he gets what he needs to get, he's going to make sure you got what you need. That's right. He just needs you to show up. Favor. How, how could you be the per how could you be the catalyst for something for somebody else? And then you don't even show up to be you. That part. How can you say that? Okay, well, God, I need you to send me assignments. He's sending the assignment, and you won't even open the door. You won't even answer your phone. He said, "We well, okay, well, you asked me to see you assignment. 
I sent them and you ignored them all. Mm. You know, what What else are you supposed to do? Mm. You know, in, in this season, people have been asking God for a lot. But you're not willing to meet his prerequisites to get what you need. <laughs> That's the funny part. <laughs> you you asking it. I mean, a whole lot of asking. Whole lot. When he, but when he say, to whom much is given, much is required. required. Now I am requiring this one thing of you. And you like, but hold on, wait. You sit up and like, wait, you didn't ask me to wait. You just came straight to me. So I'm not asking you to wait. I'm telling you what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And there's always a butt being thrown when mm-hmm. he asks you to go do something. There's a butt being thrown out, but your butt won't move when he tells you to go do it. <laughs> and faith without works is dead. Mm. So this this is what I'm saying. I hear so many people talk about, oh, my faith is so shaky because I don't see this happening and I don't see this. I was promised this. Somebody prophesied this to me and I just ain't seen it happen yet. Well, first of all, you do understand that prophecy comes with conditions. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if the prophet that spoke it to you, mm-hmm. if they were a prophet at all, mm-hmm. if when they spoke it to you, didn't tell you that, hey, you know, even though the Lord is saying this to you, you got a condition that you got to meet. And the condition is you got to keep yourself in a position that you are able to receive of him mm-hmm. what they just spoke. Confirmation. <laughs> Get in so, position. So I'm just saying, yeah, you got to be in position to receive of him what is being spoken into you or over you. Per se. And the I, thing is, your your position does not have to be that of perfection because no. he's not calling you to be perfect. He's calling you to be there. Show up. <laughs> really? Oh, honestly, he just wants you to be willing. Be exactly. That's it. And and yeah. let your heart be pure. That's like it. don't don't show up expecting something in return. If God told you to do something, do it. Do it. We make it so much harder on ourselves because we want to have a five hour conversation about why we can't do it right now. Or hold on, do That's I have right. to do it exactly like this though? Right. Just like be obedient. You know, like this is all the stuff we do. Y'all mm-hmm. know y'all do it. Don't even don't even look at the screen like that. Cause you know you do it. <laughs> right? I mean, you, said, you you know that you do it because at the end of the day, <laughs> we know how we are. Right. Right. And we know that we'll kick and fight and scream and whatever until you get to a point where your mind is just made up that it's just a yes to whatever he say. You're not asking no questions. <laughs> You're just gonna go do it, and that's it. <laughs> until you, until you get to that point in your life, <laughs> which for some people it takes a lot. Um, <laughs> like I had to put both yeah. hands up. That <laughs> until you get to that point in your life where you can say yes and mean that yes. That part. 
then what? Like I said, the whole time you think the Lord is dealing with a whole bunch of unruly children. Hmm. Because that's what we are. We are. We are very unruly. I don't care what y'all say. But you can see, try to say no. I love him and I do what he's do you really? Do you really? But this is the thing. Most of the time when we're unruly, we try to act like God don't see us being unruly. He that knows works. who we are. Like, like I told y'all, I'm transparent. So I come to God like, look, this your child again. Yep. I acted up. I did this and I did that. Cause he know I already did it. Right. <laughs> um, this is the thought that I had. I was about to bust her in her head. Listen, I wanted to karate chop her in her neck. And I thank you, Lord, for keeping me once again. <laughs> I didn't do it because the Holy Ghost is forever present and he was I'm right there. <laughs> I've had moments where I was just like, Lord, ooh, I need to calm my own nerves down. To calm right, my and it's like prayer, just save your life. Wait, the cop, I'm just saying, look, I'm telling y'all, I've had multiple times where I have went to literally go, when I say cut somebody out real good, hmm. The curse word did come out, and honey, I went to talking in tongues. Hmm. I did that like so many times. My nieces and my nephews come out. Okay, you real good to say. <laughs> like, you don't wait. Because they like, well, since you ain't going to do it, I'm going to cuss them out for you. And then that's what they do. I'm like, no, no. If you didn't see me do it, leave it alone. I'm not that sage yet, y'all. I didn't get there. Is, this is this is the <laughs> way that he chose to deal with it because he knew that if I did that, where it was gonna take me. So instead of it coming out that way, it came out. It I had to come out blessing you instead of cussing you out. Mm -hmm. So that's that's where that it had to go. Like we we have to know. And, and honey, don't ask me. I, I tell everybody the look. The Lord has saved many lives. I'm trying to tell you now. Because it has just been things of where people, especially in this season, people have known what buttons to push. Yes. To try to get you out of character. That's right. right. They've known the things to say, the little idiotic things to do. Mm-hmm. To get you out of character. Exactly. But it's not about what they're doing. It's about your response. Ooh, say that. Ooh. I gotta look. I gotta clap on that one. Okay. It, this it week, about, <laughs> it ain't about what they doing. Ah. It's about your response Ooh, to Jesus. what they doing, and you only responsible for what your you response. Mm -hmm. You responsible for your response and your reaction. Yes. You're not responsible for that other individual because if you want to be foolish and threaten your own life cycle today, you go ahead. But that what part. I'm not going to do is have you take me to a place that could cost me my freedom. I know that's right. Because this week and alone, I had to tell somebody that tried to call me a name. I said, you know what? I'm not even going to allow you to bring me there. You're not even worth it. God got it. <laughs> and I it left is. it at that. And I felt it so good in me. my spirit when I did. <laughs> I'm so glad you did. I already know. Woo! 
So it's it's just like you, you have we have to understand like what God is really trying to do with us. I have to say, I'm super proud of myself mm-hmm. because I know what He has done. Mm-hmm. I know where I used to be, mm-hmm. and I'm so far from where I used to be. I know that's right. So much. I mean, every little thing would bother me. You know what I'm saying? Not having, I, I wasn't one of them people that walked in the spirit of, of offense, mm-hmm. but I would just get ill with stuff. Just like, I mean, and it would just get on my ever-loving nerve. And I wouldn't be offended at all. I would just look at people and just flat out call them stupid. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for real, the stuff that they was doing was like, what is, is something, you all right? Do the elevator go to the top floor. Like, <laughs> And then it just decided to stop in the middle of going to the top floor. And forgot to open. Right. Like, that's that's the stuff that I would do. It just be like, what is wrong with you not realizing that the problem at that time was my perception and my Mm -hmm. reaction? So Mm -hmm. once I said, Lord, I need you to fix my perception of people and so I can learn how to deal with my reaction. Mm Mm-hmm. He did just that. You know what I'm saying? I see people do a whole lot of stuff that may not be right. But who am I to say, you know, well, it ain't you that's doing it. Right. It's that spirit that you let come and tag along and that's been riding you for quite a while Right. Um, that you need to get rid of that's doing that. Mm-hmm. And this, this is what's driving everybody away from you. You know, and when you see that people are nobody wants to deal with you, you need to check you because it ain't them. That part. If nobody wants to deal with you, I mean, not one, not even the cat and the dog, is you. That part. Check yourself and stop trying to blame the world and everybody else on what you do right so my whole thing is there's no more blame game because the only blame is you a person can't do any more to you than what you allow that's right and so when you want to sit back and say well they did this to me they treated me this way and that's the reason why nope Because you could have stopped and put boundaries up where you chose not to have any. And now that you have allowed people to constantly make you their garbage pail, you are now dealing with everything that's been dumped on you. Mm -hmm. Because you allowed it to be dumped. But even after you being the, the receiving end of it, honey, you still got power to release it. That's right. But the problem is a lot of us don't know how to release stuff. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, come to me all who are heavy laden, right? Yep. And leave your burdens where? Mm-hmm. Right? But what happens? I mean, did y'all forget that he said leave the burdens with him? Leave them. Drop them. Get rid of them. When Cast them. Laden, when you heavy laden and you feel like you're in an overwhelming spot an overwhelming position. When you feel overwhelmed, you know what to do? Go to him. 
That's it. Because most of the time, I don't care if it's your best friend. They can't stop while you feeling overwhelmed. That's right. They might can encourage you just a little bit, but even with that, that overwhelming sense of everything is bogging me down. I got this. I got help. I got finances. I got married life. I got kids. I got work. All Mm -hmm. of this stuff that comes down throughout the week. Mm-hmm. That we we want to we just want to act like we she woman, right? And he man. We all have bad moments. That's right. We all have bad days. Mm-hmm. Every day we ain't gonna wake up with a smile on our face, bouncing and just ready to go. It's not gonna happen. No, not at all. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be an everyday coincidence that you mm-hmm. do that. But you know what? You know what? You know what what can ease it for you, though? Prayer. That's it. Having communication with God. That's it. It's great to have friends. I'm not telling you that. But your friends are not God. That's right. They can't do what he can do. They can't undo things for you. That's right. They can't stop things for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Only he can. That's right. I'm not telling you to oh that that's oh she's saying to stop messing with my friend. That's not what I said. Mm-mm. I'm telling you to get a deeper and better relationship with God. That's it. Because he is the author and the finisher of it all. That's it. Right he the one, he's the one that already knows your next chapter in life. Mm-hmm. He's the one that's just sitting back waiting and say, Well. We can get to chapter 41 if they want us to, but uh, I can't do nothing until they move. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. He, that's that's what he said. Back. Okay, well, I, they ain't giving me nothing to work with, so what am I supposed to do? How, how can you expect him to move when you ain't giving him nothing to work with? Because they waiting on God and procrastinate. Well... I guess you're going to still be waiting. We're waiting. Just waiting. Waiting with no preparation. Because he, he already ready. Mm-hmm. He waiting on you. I understand that y'all, y'all, I understand because I, I could hear it in the spirit room that somebody said, well, the Bible says they that wait on the Lord shall renew this. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Say. It that's also what says faith without works is dead. That's what it, that's that part. It's I understand dead. that that's what it says. But it says that they shall mount up yes. on wings. Mm-hmm. Like a what? Yeah. A so, so that means you got to move because you can't mount nothing if you ain't if you're sitting still. That part. And in order to mount something, you know what that means? That means you got to go upward. Up. So that don't mean you sitting still. Mm-mm. You got to shift. And this shifting ain't easy. Right. Like, you, I mean, look, I got a, I got a wonderful, I got a wonderful praise report. And I'm trying to hold on to that praise report until Sunday. Because I promise y'all, when I get in church on Sunday, I'm going to tear this flow. Up 
Do you hear me? I got a wonderful praise report that I got to, I can't share with y'all just yet. But I got to share it at church because it, it was some, some prayers that were put forth, some things that were spoken, and I, I got to tell them what the Lord has done. You know what I mean? So I'm telling y'all, like, even with all everything that I got going on, mm -hmm. y'all see that I still keep that. I'm, I'm like this most of the time. You know, even, even when I feel like crap, I'm still who I am at mm -hmm. the end of the day. Right, but I'm telling y'all, I'm I'm telling y'all, God is still moving, he's still very much alive, and yes, he's he still is. doing things on our behalf. He is still moving strategically. I'm yes, telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I get up every day with an expectation to see him move, even if it's not in me. Mm -hmm. I just want to see you moving because as long as I see him moving, I know he's still working. That's right. That's my my perception. That's how my mind twinkles and works. Guess what Amen. I'm saying? That's how my my wheels turn. That may not be you, but that's me. Mm -hmm. When I get up here, I can't tell you. But, well, sometimes I can't tell you about you, but I just <laughs> try to tell you about me. Mm -mm. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, I don't be trying to do that. I don't be trying to run nobody like that. That's what's going on. So, you know, but I'm telling you, like, for real, for real. Like, look, man, when I tell you I have watched him do some things that I have prayed about for other people and I've just watched it unfold between my eyes and got the phone call confirmations afterwards and just said, yes, like I'm the biggest supporter of people and I will support you and celebrate you all day long, even when you don't want to celebrate yourself. Mm -hmm. That is fine because I'm going to celebrate for you. What mm -hmm. you don't want to receive for yourself, baby, I'm going to help you. I'm going to receive it. Cause that's I I mean I that's just me, you know. Um, we got so many people that that belittle themselves because you don't think enough of yourself mm -hmm. to be able to say, "Well, God does want me to have these things. God does see this in me." The problem is, is our eyes don't meet His. Mm -hmm. That's you it know, right there. Our wants have to meet His will. <clears throat> And 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 God, we y'all we make it hard. Yes, we do. We make it hard. It don't have to be. No, it does not. It don't have to be. It don't have to be at all. No, it does not. I, I promise you that <sighs> I may be dealing with some health things, but they other things that he is healing yes. and moving. And as long as I know that he's still in the healing business, that's I'll it. Him for total healing at some point. Amen. So this is the thing, you know, and I tell people all the time, no matter what I deal with, no matter what I'm going through, I have to see him in it. That's it. Right there. Biggest thing is I have to see him in it because if he ain't in it, then we got a problem. That's it. You, you got to be spearheading this thing for me because of Rob. Uh, <laughs> you know that this this him 
is for the birds, dude. Let me tell you. I know that's right. Okay. So, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like, yo, you know, I, I got to find him mm -hmm. somehow. And regardless of even if it's a thorn in the flesh moment, mm -hmm. it ain't going to be there all the time. That's right. It's not a lifelong thorn in my flesh because mm -hmm. I, I rebuke that dead. You catch what I'm saying? That's right. It's, that's not, no, that's not my portion. Okay. So again, you know, uh, we have said it multiple times to you guys that, you know, you start to um, change the way you think of yourself. Start so in your view of yourself. Mm -hmm. And see yourself as being worthy mm -hmm. of whatever he's trying to do for you. You know, you have to see yourself as being worthy. Lord, I'm worthy to be healed. Health is right. wealth. Health is wealth because you, right. you can't go around doing ministry and your health ain't right. Mm -hmm. Because that's that's where the enemy feel like he's going to be able to do what he wants to do. Amen. You guess what I'm trying to say? And it's it's just one of those one of those things that you know, um, that's something that the enemy does though. That's that's a, a easy place that he feel like is easy pickings because he's like, okay, they've been going going real strong in ministry. Let me throw a little monkey wrench in mm -hmm. it and see how they gonna handle this. Right. Especially for those people that really don't get sick. You know, when they get hit, they get hit for real. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different ball game of things for them. But when you have a person such as myself that has been dealing with certain things for a while, <clears throat> when you throw that monkey wrench, I'm just looking like, okay. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's nothing new for me, but it will be new for them. Right. And so everybody don't deal with things the same way. And I have to say this, because um, I was listening to somebody talk earlier when I was in a uh, on a ministry assignment before I got up here with you guys. Um, listen, I don't have time to be jealous of what you call your so-called anointing. Huh? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I, I don't have time to be jealous of what you call your anointing. Because, baby, your anointing is your anointing. And That's mine, it. And mine is mine. Lord Jesus. Your assignments are your assignments and mine are mine. That part. Where he is taking me, he ain't taking you. That part. You catch what I'm saying? And so for me, baby, you do you, I'm going to do me. That you part. catch me? You, you feel me? I, I really need you to feel that in the spirit realm. You can't because I don't have time to be. First of all, your anointing is nothing for me to be jealous over. Mm -hmm. Let's let's be clear about that. You know what I mean? If you too busy being jealous of your so-called sisters and brethren and what they so-called anointings are, then baby, something wrong with you. Well, first off, if you being jealous of them, you not a sister and brethren in the first place. My point. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, and jealousy is not becoming, and it will get you nowhere. That part, okay. 
Uh, I mean, because that's that. I mean, how? What makes you feel like another person is so-called jealous of what you feel like you possess? Because you might be the only one that feel like you possess that. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, oh God. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. You might be the, you might be the only one thinking that way. So, um, yes, okay, I okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Girl, I'm just saying. Look, I, I mean, y'all already know I'm not the one for that food. Oh God, right? so, it's just like. And I'm not willing to rent because it just <laughs> look. I'm just saying because I needed to laugh today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, yo. I, I don't understand. There should be no jealousy in ministry, but it's I a whole bunch right. of it. It's a lot of it, and it's it's redundant. Oh my God, what is, what are you jealous? What mm, mm, mm. you you jealous because she that. So that person that you looking at was so-called called to prophesy. That may be that may be it, but you don't know how God is moving with them, and you don't know how they live in their life. That part. You looking at the outside portion of something. That's it. You seeing the outside facade of it. You don't really know how they live on a day-to-day. Mm-mm. And you sitting here getting <laughs> all Worked wrinkled up, up over what? <laughs> Worked up, wrinkled up. Hey, over what? Oh, before your time. <laughs> I mean, over what? Over some retardedness. Like, really? Okay, first of all, you don't even know that person's oil. May not even be flowing no more. Mm. You catch what I'm saying? Oil do stop. Yes, it does. And in order to for it to continue to flow, you got to heat it. That that part. You catch what I'm saying? Or it got to be hot. It's stale. Fresh off the press. That (laughs) means in the anointing in the spirit realm, you got to have a constant relationship. That's right. Your oil to flow properly. Mm-hmm. You catch what I'm saying? It's stale. Sorry. Oh, it, and it does it, get it rank. does. It gets rank mm-hmm. and it gets these little brown film in the bottom of the bottle. Y'all ever had a <laughs> bottle of oil that you never really touched? <laughs> you went and took a whole bottle of oil to the church and asked your leaders to anoint it, and you ain't never anointed yourself with it. Oh my God. And the bottle of oil just sat there and you see this brown stuff floating in the bottom of the bottle. Why? Because you never put it to use. Or the oil that um, it just got real hard and you can't even pour it out no more. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got too cold. Because <laughs> I left a bottle of oil. Uh, it was a small bottle. I left it sitting in a windowsill and it got too cold, so it got real hard. And you couldn't pour it out anymore. Right. <laughs> I I think that I think that we as people forget how things work. 
in order for something to be considered cooked, heat <laughs> has to be applied. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's be, be going, I'm giving a whole bunch of analogies tonight. In order for something to be considered cooked, heat has to be applied to it, right? If there is no heat, you technically are eating something that is raw and unedible. Right? Okay. Now, in the spirit realm, your oil has value mm -hmm. and you just can't you just can't flow your oil out everywhere no you cannot because you can waste it you catch what yes, i'm saying you can it, it can really be wasted in certain places mm -hmm. first of all the lord never told you to go there and mm -hmm. you just wasted all you just wasted precious oil that was meant or another assignment, but you put it on the assignment that you weren't supposed to be at. And if he did tell you to go there, you need to recognize when the assignment is up. Over. Is over. Yes. We 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 try to we try to overdo mm -hmm. things that the Lord don't want overdone. That's right. We, we try to we try to do a little too much. You catch mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like you, you really have to to know that you know that you know, and you have to right. know who's who's and what you are. That's right. You know, just because me and Quint do this together, ours anointings are not the same. Not at all. Hers is much like, more. <laughs> a lot of times we can piggyback off of each other because I'll come in and. And confirm something she already said to y'all, and and vice versa, but our anointings still are not mm -mm. the same. Nope, he is not me. I am not her. Not at all. That's what I'm trying to say. And so you you too often, and we have spoke about this before, where you hear people say, "Oh, I that anointing they got, I won't." No, you don't. Yeah, cause guess what? Your brakes. Nine times out of ten, we don't Ooh. even want it. Okay, Look, you and you don't know brakes. what it had, to, what we, what it took for us to get it. Right. So, it, it, mm -mm. You want to? You might want to pump your brakes when you say that. And what it took for her to get hers? Who Jesus? Like no, ma'am. That ain't that ain't what you that want. ain't what you want. I can promise you, because I don't even want to go back through that a second time. You catch what I'm saying? Like, that's not that's not what you want. And see, this that's is not. the thing. The Lord anoints you for your anointing. You have to be graced for it. Yes. I couldn't go through what she went through, and nine times out of ten, she couldn't go through what I went through. What I'm continuing to go through, what you talk about? That part. <laughs> That part, like yes, I, I mean, so, I just said that tonight in the prayer before I got up here. Like, I know that you have graced me for what I deal with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you hadn't, I would not be here to talk about it. And the amount of pain that she deal with, listen, I don't deal with pain. I I don't even get sick like that. So when I get sick, like she said, some people get sick and knock you down. It knocks me down. The last time I got sick, I was sick for months. And certain remnants of it, I'm still dealing with. 
Okay. So, right. and it's been what? Six months or longer? Eight. It, so, yeah. Don't nobody want to go through all of that. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like getting sick. Because <laughs> I don't, don't get sick. Don't, look, man, and let me tell you, like, my situation had me at death's door. Mm-hmm. Guess what I'm saying? You don't want that. Not at all. You you don't want that. And and to be able to come out of it and have a, a story to tell, mm-hmm. you know, the only reason why you got that story to tell is because he wants to use your testimony. Right. It ain't about you. That's right. It's the fact that you are a tool that needs to be utilized. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that we for the uh, we forget that too. That's right. I mean, I know you don't. Some people don't like to hear that terminology, but you literally are a walking tool. That's right. He's waiting to use you. Amen. But the question is, are you giving him something to work with? That part. Hold, hold. It's like, are you giving him something to work with? Like, I mean, you have to get, you have to get yourself to a point in your life where you just like, okay, God, it's you and me, me and you. Regardless of who else I got around me, it's still you and me, me and you. I I love my spouse dearly. He's a great and awesome guy, but it's still you and me, me and you. I love my children, but it's still you and me, me and you. You know what I mean? And so that's that's what you have to understand that regardless of who you got with you, regardless of your little boo thing, whatever you want to call the people that you have, you know, it's still God is you and me. That's it. Right there. Because at the end of the day, Quint can't go to the gate for me. I sure can't. And say, hold on, Lord, but wait. He can't do that. Mm -mm. And I can't do it for her. Not at all. It's not not a phone a friend moment. Mm Mm-mm. When you get to the gate. Not at all. When you get to the gate, he's going to say, hold on, wait a minute. Right? you either going to be welcomed in or you're going to be stopped and, and we got a conversation to have. That if there's part. a conversation to be had, you ain't going in the gate. Yeah, I know that's right. Because he's going to ask you a whole lot of questions about why. That means you done some stuff that won't right. Mm-hmm. We know that that's what we're doing now and don't want to repent for nothing. It, you just cool with it. Mm-hmm. David was hell, but he still kept the life of repentance. David did a whole bunch of stuff. David was a murderer. Not me. <laughs> David was an adulterer. I didn't do that either. You know, <laughs> David knew what he was doing. David did what he wanted to do to get what he wanted. And technically, he raped Bathsheba. Yes, he did. She didn't willfully give herself to him. Like some people think she did. That wasn't that situation. And you know what happened? 
the Lord didn't allow the baby he made with her to live. No. We don't understand why he do what he do sometimes. But when it's not right and it don't line up with his will, mm-hmm. he's going to take care of it. Yes, he is. And we may not like the way he choose to take care of stuff. No. I mean, go back to Sodom and Gomorrah, nor in the ark. Hot man. He told, told this man to build a whole ark. He said, why? Because I'm about to flood everything and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, okay. With Sodom and Gomorrah, if you could find one or two. Right. He 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 said it. Right. Fine. Mm-hmm. One or two. I won't. Mm-hmm. But he there was nobody found. That part. And what he do? Burn the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. What he tell Lot's wife, don't look don't back. Don't look back. He told them all, don't look back. And Lot's said, wife turned back. around. This Negro turn around, chain and get 10 feet away. Turned into a pillar of salt. Obedience is important. First of all, why, why would I lead you away from something and then want you to go back to it? Hmm. Here's the reason why. Don't look back. Don't look back. Here's the reason why if a person keep telling you that your past is your past, it's just that. It's that. Don't look back. Don't look back. I don't care how many people knew you from before you don't are where you are now. That don't depict who you are now. That part. It's their fault if their perception of you can't catch up with the fact that you have changed and you are not the old you. That's right. But you know who you are. Mm-hmm. And you know that the Lord has came along and changed your life. That's right. So walk into the newness of who you are mm-hmm. and stop trying to conform for people that don't matter. That part. You compromising yourself for what? And for who? That part. <clears throat> because what you need to ask yourself in all your compromising is would that same in- inter- individual that you compromising yourself for do the same thing for you? And the answer would be no. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Throughout our lives, if we sit back and we really look back at some things, we would realize that most of the people that we did a whole lot of this ride or die, as y'all like to call it for, Hmm. did not ride and die for us. At all. They utilized what they had in you because Mm -hmm. they knew you would. That part. Just because they knew you would. But they would not entail do the same for you. Right. And some of us still do that now. Mm-hmm. You hold on to the ones that mean you no good. Right. But the ones that he's seeing that can change your life, you push away. Right. That part. And then you sit back and you wonder why you're miserable. You got mm-hmm. a headache. 
you always arguing with whoever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You're always feeling certain types of way. Don't you realize that when you have not dealt with certain things and certain people come along and connect themselves to you and you start picking up these spirits of depression and all this other stuff, that it's the person that you just newly connected yourself to mm-hmm. that brought that along to you. Right. And you don't want to say, oh, well, it's them. Um, why? <laughs> Why? They, they you need to change that. That part. If you're gonna be around me, I'm I'm not a negative Nancy. Everybody that knows me knows that I'm not that. I am one of the most positive people that you I will turn a negative that you tell me into something positive in, in less than five minutes. That part. And give it back to you and be like, okay, you got it now in mm-hmm. a positive way. Mm-hmm. I am a encourager of the people all day. Mm-hmm. And in order to encourage someone, that means you have to spew positivity. That's right. I don't know nobody that does negative encouragement. That's not encouragement. If you get negativity, that ain't encouragement. That's like a person, you telling the person I can't swim, and the person said, oh, well, it's okay to go jump off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Let me just push you in. <laughs> you pretty much just told me to go drown myself. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. And and then the crazy part is, is you take this stuff and you run a thousand miles a minute with it. That's that's the crazy part for me. Mm-hmm. Is that you take this stuff that's being spoken over you <laughs> and you run a thousand miles a minute with it. And mm. then once it hit, once it once the light bulb kick in, you done already done it. Mm-hmm. And you sit back like, hold on, wait a minute. It's too late now. You done went and done it. <laughs> you done jumped in the deep end like a dummy. Don't even know how to tread water. You yelling for help, and they just standing there looking. And now you gone. It don't make any sense. I'm telling y'all, it's the little things in life. That means so much. <laughs> Literally. The little things. Just the little things. He tells us in the word that if we could be faithful over few things. Few. That he will bless us with much. Much. Just a few things. That's why, like I said, she just brought a confirmation. I thank him for ice cream. Look. <laughs> It's the little things that matter to me. <laughs> Just the little hey, things. Look, I, look, thank him for roof over my head. Mm-hmm. The ability to have the car that I drive. Yes. The ability to keep gas in it. Yes. The ability to continue making payments on it. Bless yes. The Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. The ability to have my bills paid. Yes. Glory to God. Have thank him for having the ability to have 
good credit coming back up. Bless yes, the Lord. Yes, bless and the all, Lord. All of these wonderful things because you have to get wisdom. Yes. About what you do. Yes. How can he give you finances if you don't know how to use them? Confirmation. Go I'm ahead, just, honey. Just trying to get y'all to understand. Go ahead. You're asking for all of these financial blessings, but you don't know how to use the money. We just talked about that too. Go ahead, talk about it. If you <laughs> if he was to give you five thousand dollars today. And he said, pay your bills first, and then I need you to make sure you pay your tithes, and then I need you to go bless two people. And he gave you the names of the people to go bless. But guess what? One of those people was somebody you don't like. You don't care for. Would you mess up your blessing by not doing what he said because you got a problem with the individual that he told you to bless? Nope. I'm going to bless them tremendously. He told me to do it. I'm going to do it. This is the thing. He gives us us things to do that we really don't care to go do. Mm -hmm. And because we don't follow them to his plan, mm -hmm. this is where we default on the blessing. That's right. You can default on things with God mm -hmm. by not doing what he asked you to do. That's right. It's just like if you took out a loan from the bank and you defaulted on that loan, you know what's going to happen. They finna garnish your wages until they get their money back. They sure are. Or whatever you use that loan on, they about mm -hmm. to come get it. That's right. You catch what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sure do. Don't, don't make it be a point of where you you have been loaned to God. That part. You were created to serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. That means you have been loaned to God. But when he can't use you, because you won't allow him to, then what is he supposed to do? Mm. We all remember what happened to the fig tree that wouldn't produce. Oh, he cursed it. He couldn't produce at all. To the root. To the root. He was hungry. I have seen people that I know walk in the way and then kind of fell away from the way. And when they got so far gone that they did not want to return to him, they are not here to talk about it. I think before he just allowed you to continue to keep putting yourself in a way that he could never pull you back, he'd rather take you the way you are. And that's why we got to stop doing things our way and do it his way. Get out of our own way. I don't want to be on my agenda. I want his agenda. Because our stuff don't mess up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that before I came on, because I didn't even hear what she was talking I came straight in, so I was not looking because I was in a prayer session. So, you know, I'm sure that she probably brought up the wonderful, the wonderful uh, scripture about faith from Hebrews mm -hmm. and M. Mm -hmm. And now faith is. Yes. 
Yes. The evidence of things, things not seen. Not seen. You catch what I'm saying? My whole thing is the Bible tells you it's the evidence of the things not not seen. seen. That's right. Hmm. So why do your eyes feel like they got to see it Mm -hmm. before you could believe it? That's right. When it clearly states evidence of things not not seen. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's, it's just, I need y'all to really decipher the scriptures. Right. I mean, I, I need y'all to, to, like you like to run to a dollar. I need y'all to run to the word and decipher that bad boy until you can't decipher it no more. And can I say this? If you're lacking in faith, Just pray for God to give you a little bit more faith because it's so important for you. With that term, she just said. (laughs) It's so important for you to have faith. Listen, when you step out your house, something as simple as stepping out your house, you're walking by faith because you could step out your house and get hit by a car. You can step out your house and catch a stray bullet. You can step out your house and fall down the stairs. You're walking by faith that God is going to keep you and get you to the point where you're going from point A to point B and you're able to return home safely. That's faith. All you got to do, he said, you have not once again, we went over this because you asked not. If you trust him, you believe him and you get in the posture to receive from him that posture of obedience, that posture that says, Lord, I, in spite of, I'm going to say yes. You're going to receive from him. Right. Now is the time. A lot, I keep hearing, I'm not ready. No, now is the time. You better get ready. Because let me tell you something. There was a young man that went to a church and they asked him if he wanted to be saved. He said, next week, I'm not ready right now, but next week when I come, I'm going to give my life to the Lord. Guess what? He did not make it to next week. Now is the time for you to trust God. Now is the time for you to say, Lord, I believe that you died. You rose. For me, for me, so that I could be saved. It's nothing hard. I trust you with my children. I trust you with my finances. I trust you with my household. I trust you in spite of what I see, 
what I'm going through, every distraction. I trust you. And I believe that you're going to do it for me. That you're in control. I trust you with my health. That's physically, mentally, emotionally. I trust that you're going to make provision for me. That you're going to heal me. Yep. What do you have need of? Trust him. Trust him. If I told y'all what I've been through in the last couple of months, you'd be like, what? And you was up here? Huh? Listen. We ain't even finna go there. Listen. <laughs> but I trusted him. And I continue to trust him. Knowing that he was gonna make provision. I didn't get stressed. I was like, Coco, he got it. He got it. I still had a smile on my face. I didn't stay in this bed like I can't get up. Coco, I'm coming. I'm doing what I got to do. I'm staying focused. Because God is in control. And he did just what he said. Not in my time. Because the same people that told me no turned around and told me yes. Not in my time, in his time, when he knew I needed it the most. When he knew I was going to take care of what he provided. When he knew I was ready for what he provided. When he knew I had the strength to do just what he said. Because there's times when me and Coco had conversations and I was like, Coco, I ain't ready. Mm-mm. Nope, I'm not ready yet. And she was like, uh, nope, I'm not ready yet. I had to walk out my own process yep. and still trust God in spite of. Delayed myself and still trust God in spite of. Bible says you got to walk out your own soul salvation. That's what it says. I could not get her to move any quicker, but all I could do was be there. That's, that's it. it. And that's the whole point. Like, you you can't walk out somebody else's saving process, as we call it. You can't do that because that's, that's not your portion. It's not for you. Exactly. As I stated, me and her are two totally different individuals. Mm -hmm. Her way to salvation wasn't my way to salvation. That's right. And the way to keep me holy and saved ain't her mind. You, still not the same way. You catch what I'm saying? And in spite of the, still act up. Process, <laughs> right. The, the process to keep her in line ain't my process. What he got to do to keep me in line ain't her. No. You see what I'm saying? When he deals with you like he deals with his, it's just like when you have multiple children. You don't. You can't discipline all your children the same way. Not at all. You got one that yes, you got to tear they tell up. Mm -hmm. You got another one. All you got to do is look at them. Right, and I'm the one you got to. <laughs> <laughs> we are individuals. All, you got one. All you got to do is look, <laughs> and they gonna move. You got another one. If you say it, they do it. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. Everybody is different. 
And even when we go to God, we are all different. That's right. He don't use no two people the same way. But he know his children yeah. and he know our hearts. Right. And we are individuals. We are. That's why he said we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are unique. When he bro- when he made me, he broke the mold. He said she unlost her mind. I, I'm I'm a maker with a I'm a maker with a screw loose. He already know, <laughs> and I enjoy. I have fun. Other people might get in trouble for me, but I have a good. <laughs> when he made all of us, he knew he knew how we were gonna be exactly. He knew that we was going to go through certain things in life because it had already been set forth. Those things had to help us create the character that we got now, the integrity that we live by, mm-hmm. the moral and morality mm-hmm. that we use, all of this stuff yes, was preordained. You know, and people don't like to hear that. Because right. some of us, some of us have really been through some stuff. That's right. And hey, I know I have. Mm-hmm. You know, I can sit, I can sit back and say, okay, God, like I get it. You know, I, I don't understand why it had to be that, but I, I understand. Right. You, if you just wanted me to get here, you could have just said, I just need you. You know. That's it. Even yeah. though it wouldn't have been that easy, because would I have followed it? No. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a lot of things that you really have to sit back. Well, if I wouldn't have went through that, would I have followed the plan? Right. You gotta grow through your process. It's so important to grow through your own process. And that's why Coco is my sister for real. She ain't never judged me. She prayed for me and with me. And I know even when we wasn't praying together, I know she was praying because I feel her prayers. And anything that I felt like I need to say, I said to her. Exactly. If I if she was wrong, Quint, you wrong. Exactly. You need to fix that. And exactly. that's for real for real. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what you but that's again that goes back to state. Do you have real people in your life? Right. Because and it's vice versa. Real people ain't gonna be your amen corner. That's right. All the time. They're gonna and be I, like, you know what? You jacked up, fix it. And I don't expect somebody to be my amen corner. But if you claim you with me and you for me and you claim that you you in my circle, guess what? I expect you to be there when I'm ready to go or to to be done with whatever I'm going through. Whatever I'm growing through. Because you said you was in my circle. Exactly. First of all, I, think, I think that a lot of us forget literally that everything is a process. That's right. Your growth up until your age mm-hmm. is a process. That's you don't right. come out the room at 45. That's right. You come out what they call a newborn, a suckling, you know, mm-hmm. a newborn. You can't do nothing for yourself. Right. You have got to be taken care of. That's right. You can't walk. You can't talk. You're making cuckoos and all of this stuff, trying to get people attitude and all this stuff at a newborn age. Right. It's mm-hmm. a process. Everything That's about you is a process. So I don't understand why you think you can go without being processed. 
don't know. And some of the things that we go through, we do bring on ourselves, And that's what we have to recognize. What battle are you fighting? Are you fighting a battle that you brought on yourself? Or are you fighting a battle that God said, okay, yeah, she's strong enough to go through this. So I'm going to allow it. Be real with so a, a lot of them, I brought on me. And Be I told it on me because right. of what I wanted. Be real with yourself. A lot of things that we have went through, we went through because of decisions we made. Exactly. And if we would have chose to listen to him the first time. The first time. We would not have had to go through that. That's right. I went through eight years of a headache that I did not have to go through because if right. I would have listened, it, it wouldn't happen. Right. You catch yeah. what I'm saying? All of these people dealing with all these toxic relationships. You're dealing with domestic violence, but you saw it. Mm-hmm. And you and still choose to stay with it. Right. And not only did you choose to stay with it, but daggone it, you chose to marry it. Exactly. So now you have signed a covenant to the foolishness. Exactly. And you have put yourself in just a bunch of miserable headache for no reason. Right. Now you're trying to figure out, well, oh, do I have good reason to get out of it? Mm-hmm. Um, duh. You should have never got in it. Um, but yeah, that's a whole nother topic. But listen, y'all, it's 940. I have to prepare myself for work. And yeah, y'all. I'm, I'm through. I can't. That's all I have for y'all. It's, it's about literally where where is your faith? I, I have I have learned to give you what I got and let you go. That's it. Okay. But, we will be up here Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, Thursday night is actually going to be pre-recorded. Um, oh. Because um, it is T-Quest and DJ Il Nino's last night, um, last sipping scene for the year. Um, and I have some some young ladies that uh, are going to be talent on her thing. And I told them that I would support them. Okay. And it starts at seven. So I don't know. We might be because I don't know where they're gonna fall into the process. So I don't know. We might be. Able I to might come up it. Thursday though. I might come up Thursday. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, just to say hey to y'all and just right. have- yeah. So you know, we. I mean, I don't know. We push the show to nine. We might still be able to have a show. Because I don't um, think we do that at all. Yeah, but Friday night. Friday, Friday, Friday. It is the versus battle. So if you guys want to be a you part of that. You still didn't send me information on that. What information you need? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing. You need to get your musical repertoire together to be able to have music for all genres. That's but you didn't send me anything of what I'm, I'm supposed to do. So, um, yeah, uh-huh. There's anyway, it's a versus battle. So when we give the category, each host is gonna play two songs from that category, and then we're gonna have the people that the viewing audience decide who won that particular category. And that's what we're doing. Okay, just send me the categories. Um okay. yeah, that's what I need. Anyway. Uh- <laughs> Well, that's what um, we're doing. We're gonna have a fun field night. Okay, that sounds cool. So yeah, but I might come up on Thursday. I'm, I might not do pre-recorded. I might come up on Thursday. 
and have a, a quick conversation. And yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll let you know by Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. But definitely, versus battle. Friday night, y'all. I'm put up the Zoom link and make it an event page for you guys to come on in if you would like to come in because we're going to have fun from 7 until. So that's what we're doing. It's a Friday night. I don't go to the clubs anymore. So I'm going to have fun. Yeah. All right. So that's that's what I'm doing. I'm going to have I'm a dance in my seat. That's going to be my lounge for the night. So oh, that's I'm going to do the with somebody oh, okay i'm okay. super excited and <laughs> let me say this please be safe if you are getting on the road to travel over the weekend since sunday is christmas enjoy your families we we'll be back with y'all again over over the next week but mm -hmm. we pray that you guys have a wonderful wonderful holiday wonderful and, and all of that good gushy stuff and and we just gonna enjoy and fellowship that's what we're gonna do that's what yeah i hope that y'all still gonna get up and go to church on sunday morning because you can open your toys when you get back okay you can open all your stuff and unwrap the gifts when you come out of the church house all right but go be with the lord and unwrap that package on sunday morning all right and, and just in, enjoy the fellowship it all right so that's all I got to say. Y'all already know the motto. We love you to life. I love you to live Yay. and live every day on purpose and make it count. Yes. Good night, everybody. <laughs>